Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there. I want to give a big shout out to my local, national, and international listeners. I want to thank you for tuning into the Transformation for Success show each week with me. Listen, if you enjoy the shows, please keep sending your comments, suggestions, or whatever is on your mind we should talk about to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Or you can Skype me at Dr. Barbara Young. I'd love to keep getting your comments, suggestions, and feedback. You know, today we're kicking off February, which we're calling our Romance Month, with some dynamic, exciting, nationally known guests who have fantastic, exciting romance stories. And today I have the incredible, the incredible and fabulous Dr. Carol Soloway in the studio today, who's going to share her incredible romance story, but moreover, how she is now a best-selling author of two books, Well, I'm predicting the second one's going to be a bestseller, but the first one is Sex Happens, and now she's releasing her second novel, Gracie's Gone, that she's going to share with you today. So I want you to stay tuned, call your friends to listen in, or hey, you can download the show for later listening at iTunes at Transformation for Success. Now, let me get it on and introduce my guest today, Dr. Carol Soloway. Let me tell you, she's a medical examiner by night chiropractor in the day, and she's just an incredible woman I met some years ago, and since that time, we've become great friends. But I want to share this before I bring Carol on, because during our initial conversation, uh, she shared with me that after each decade of her life, she changed careers. Well, I was kind of like, whoa. So she said she was an English teacher. Ten years later, she went back to school and became a chiropractor and established a rewarding practice, which her son also a chiropractor, now runs. Isn't this incredible? So another decade passed, and another career beckoned to Carol, and she became a qualified medical examiner. I tell you, this woman is something else. So it's indeed my pleasure to welcome my friend, Dr. Carol Soloway. Hi, Carol! (laughs) Hello! Your is is incredible, too. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think it's so good to have you on the show today and just share your magnificence, you know, and welcome again to the Transformation for Success show. You know, for all that I shared initially with the listeners, you have had an incredible journey, Carol, let's face it. But I want to just get into this really quickly that tell me first off how you found your true love who came with a glass slipper. <laughs> It wasn't a glass slipper. It was a Kmart. <laughs> but it sounds better to say glass slipper. A Kmart house shoe? <laughs> Pink, pretty, but what? not glass. And at the end, well, first of all, he came with this attaché, to our meeting with this attaché case. And I thought, this guy is really weird. I mean, bringing his, his work briefcase with him. And at the end of the evening, he opened it up and gave me a glass, two, I almost said glass, uh, two slip, beautiful little pink slippers and said, these are for the princess. Oh, my God. And that was 15 years ago. 
and he still treats me like that. Well, you know, I I can appreciate that. And, you know, romance comes in many forms. And I I do know from experience that you found him. How did you find find him? Were you introduced by a couple or at a party? Or how did you find your true love? That sounds so much more appropriate, what you just said. But I went, well, he put his father online. Mm -mm. His mother had died (laughs) years and years ago. And he went online. And actually, one of our same day, same day we met, and so I went online. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, the reason why I'm glad you shared that because a lot of people don't feel that maybe you know online works, but it just depends. And boy, you really, really won out. Moreover, Carol, uh, one of the things you said that he is nothing like any of your characters in your first book which is called Sex Happens. So tell me uh, what sparked your interest in writing such a book that really, uh, and I've shared this with any people because when they look at the title, Sex Happens, well, I say really it's a story about a broken romance. It's really not about the subject of sex in particular. So tell me a little bit about why you, you know, why you wrote that book. Well, first of all, the title is, you know, the main character, the husband, says to the wife when he's leaving her, the the sex with this other woman just happened. Well, it doesn't just happen. You know, Mm -hmm. broken trust doesn't just happen. So that's why I picked the title, because that line to me was so important, that you're giving up, you know, a 20-year relationship because mm-hmm. sex just happened. Well, it doesn't just happen. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. forethought, etc. So, and and the betrayal is, cut, you know, cut me with a knife kind of feeling when when you hear that. Right. So that was how I picked that title. And, and the book definitely is not about. I mean, well, a little bit is because she tries to reclaim her sexuality, which is totally destroyed when someone tells you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in love with somebody else. Ah, it. You know, and it's really interesting. And I'm glad you wrote this kind of book and that we're explaining it, because I think a lot of people, uh, their lives and, and, and you so eloquently put it, uh, a life spins out of control. And then you're looking at the other side of marriage. And I know some of you listeners may have experienced the same thing, where your dreams implode and you find out people are not who they really think they are. And 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 really, I really love this book, Carol. And so uh, it really and the reason why I mentioned it, because a lot of people think, again, you know, when you read the title, but it really is a bittersweet journey of, of true love and loss and sexuality also, but it, it really is something. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask, because it is a discovery, a, a woman discovers herself and her power, but is this a book just for women, or would men enjoy reading this as well? Would they learn something from this book? I don't think too many men would would pick it up and go mm-hmm. through a woman's journey. I, you know, I could be mm-hmm. wrong. There were one man e- emailed me and said this was the first book he read since high school. Okay, <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay. You know, but, okay. Um, cover to cover. I think he was just looking for the sex scenes, but um, <laughs> but I don't know if if men can relate to the the angst of. A woman finding herself and having, 
everything ripped from her, you know, husband mm-hmm. and children. Mm-hmm. I, she loses custody of her children. I mean, I'm not putting men down. I'm sure there are a lot of men who would, would my husband read it four times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he had to proof it. But uh, I'm just saying this is really something, I can't tell you how many women have told me this is their story. Okay. Yeah, Even though I, I bet. Whether mm-hmm. they've lost custody or not, the, the absolute abyss, you know, there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing going forward. There's no road but, going but, forward but after this happens. It is, it is so true. But one of the things, though, that, that uh, I'm, we're making a statement, too, is though, although this, your, your character, Dr. Alexandra Rose, you know, had a, a broken romance and, and it turned out, you know, in the end with her discovering her power and love of herself. I talked about this early on. Having a love for yourself is so important because you can't even give love. You can't even expect to receive it if you can't give love. And one of the important things, Carol, that I know about you is that you found romance and more, probably more than you, you ever thought because you also uh, – discovered and entered into a blended family, which I'm just going to share just a little bit about it because I understand you are the mother of three and you're the grandmother of 12 and you still play a mean game of competitive tennis, you and Wayne. So you guys are what I call the power couple. So you personify, <laughs> uh, no, a, a romance and, and still continues. But, uh, and I know from, from you that you've said writing is your passion but I want to know, and you've written your second book, Gracie's Gone, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes because I think it's very important to talk about that book. But how do you find time to write novels in between work, husband, and family? <laughs> uh, I don't sleep. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Carol. Uh, until from uh, midnight till 1.30, uh, I could write. It's quiet. My husband doesn't mm-hmm. even snore, so mm-hmm. I can just, you know, go off and write. And also, it's amazing how once you start, the characters mm-hmm. come to life and they visit you in the shower, in the car, and it, it just takes on a, a whole journey of its own. Well, you, you know, you're just setting it up and they, they move. Well, are any of these characters uh, that you write about or people that you have met in in real life? Um, because l- let me go back to a little bit of beginning with you, because uh, you were born in New York. Am I am I right about that? In New York or somewhere in the Bronx? A long Tell- time ago, yes. <laughs> that, no, we <laughs> don't talk about age here and how long time ago. I can talk about long time ago. <laughs> But basically, uh, when you grew up, you did a lot of things that I just want to bring out that are really noteworthy because you, you know, and for women and for men out there, that the journey always seems easy. And Carol today is this noted author, writer of this second book, which I know is going to be a bestseller. And we're going to talk about that. But just let me kind of go back to your struggle because it wasn't easy for you. Um, you, your first career was that English teacher, and you completed a master's degree in English. And then here you are, 10 years later, you go back to school. So tell me a little bit about that and that struggle. 10 years. It, well, I, I was an English teacher for, mm-hmm. for several years, 
and then decided I wanted to do something something else, something helping more people, not just not just my classrooms. And and so I got into chiropractic. There was to tell you the truth, I really wanted to be a physical therapist. Okay. And there was and I got into I got into Columbia University for physical therapy and I didn't get into NYU, which was my alma mater, because mm-hmm. the woman who interviewed me told me she would not accept me because I had three children at home. You're kidding. No. Yeah. So I mapped out and I decided, you know what? I just live too far away from Columbia. Can't do it. And there was a chiropractic school down the street from our house. It's like Mm -hmm. 15 minutes away. Chiropractic college. And I said, that's my career. So, you know, it's amazing how... Sometimes rejections, failures propel us to something beyond even our expectations. That's so true. I mean, you turned a negative comment to a positive, uh, rewarding experience and practice as a chiropractor. Oh, yeah, life. Oh, and a legacy, because not only is my son a chiropractor, but my grandson's in chiropractic school. Can you believe oh, it? Wow. What a legacy, Carol. All because, and what oh, if that lady better. hadn't said, had let you in NYU? It would have been a whole different story. Look at that. Oh, yeah. That, and my grandson called me the other day and asked me if I would be his supervising doctor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, Carol, what an incredible experience and what a legacy. And then you mm-hmm. wait another 10 years and you decide to do what? Become a qualified medical examiner? So, <laughs> it, Well, in chiropractic, it is a state designation, QME, mm-hmm. it's called Qualified mm-hmm. Medical mm-hmm. Examiner. And I do, I examine patients and determine what their disability is. Okay. Well, that, you know, is... And I'm agreed upon by the... Well, you know what? You've been enjoying the challenges of that career for, as a medical examiner for 10 years. And then you're also doing um, the chiropractic work, which I'm going to have to come and see you about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hear you can work wonders uh, in that particular arena as well. And now, you I know this about you because I know you personally and some of the things that you experienced that uh, to write a book, you did a lot of things, a lot of effort, or you put a lot of effort into writing your best-selling novel, Sex Happens. So tell me, uh, and then this is a little bit about that experience. Quickly, we got about a couple of minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll be quick. It it because it, it wasn't a quick journey. This one, the first one, mm-hmm. it took me ten years. But I was working full time, had children, mm-hmm. but I never gave up. And that's what your listeners need to hear: never give up. I just that's... kept writing and got accepted to Squaw Valley, which is a very um, prestigious. Writing, oh, writing yes. retreat, yes, and writing classes, and just kept going and kept going and kept going, and that's how it was was ready. For but the I world. also under, but I also understand you went to court. You went to uh, court 
and you sat in on cases. Am I right about that? So that you could be able to write that? Is that correct? You are 100% right. I didn't, when I lost custody of my children, I didn't have the wherewithal to go to court, hire an attorney. I just Mm -hmm. signed. I mean, I I was actually in shock. Wow. So, but, so I went to court, and I sat there and watched the custody hearings one mm-hmm. after another. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I also interviewed attorneys, judges. That was how I got my information for the first book. Wow, Carol, that's laudable. And, and I wanted you to share that with the listeners because I'm not sure that, and maybe there are a lot of interviews that go into the life of an author, but it is something... Uh, to experience so that you can write about what you've actually experienced. So this book is coming from an experiential uh, point of view and the and the characters come alive. Now, this, we've talked about Sex Happens, but we are going to be up next. We're going to be talking about a sequel and how did Carol come up with the idea of a sequel to Sex Happens. So listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with my fabulous friend, Dr. Carol Soloway. So thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Says, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 888 346-9141 That's 1-888-346-9141 You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com Now, back to this week's program. Well, hello there and welcome back to my interview today with a bright, shining light, Dr. Carol Soloway, who's a Los Angeles qualified medical examiner turn best-selling writer and she's also a chiropractor and I'm going to see her after the show today but, but Carol welcome back to to share I tell you 
uh, that first segment was so great about changing careers and writing all of this about your knowledge and skills that you've accumulated along your path and your journey. You know, I want to say this too, Carol. You are such an inspiration to so many women uh, because as we learned in your first segment of your interview that you found the love of your life, Wayne. We're giving a shout out to you, Wayne. And you found time <laughs> <laughs> to write novels. And I also know that you're president of a very prestigious women's organization in California. So you are incredible. And I know, I don't know how you do all of this, but right now, listeners, if you've got any questions you wish to ask of this incredible woman, you can call in live at 1-888-346-9141. It's still time. Uh, We welcome your calls, so you can Skype, and we'll take time to answer them. Now, Carol, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to write this second book, which is titled Gracie's Gone, G-R-A-C-I-E. Tracy's gone. What what inspired me was uh-huh, after uh-huh. I had ri- after I had written the first novel, Sex Happens. I went across the country, as you know, mm-hmm. speaking, and I got invited to speak for various charities, like Working Wardrobes, uh, Save a Child, and mm-hmm. we were, you know, getting a lot of money for these organizations. So mm-hmm. my son. My youngest son is on the board of Child Rescue, which is mm-hmm. an amazing organization. They go in and, and do busts and rescue trafficked children and rehabilitate them. And so he was telling me about fundraising, and I said, wait a minute, I can write a novel. And that's how Gracie's Gone was born. Wow. So I decided to write a novel about it. It's about amazing, dark family secrets that are revealed when a six-year-old, beautiful Gracie is abducted at the mall. Wow. You know, I mean, this is going to probably set off uh, a reaction in many, many folks around the country. And one of the things that um, you have stated, and, and we've talked about this, that abductions and child trafficking are not issues that occur only in poverty-stricken nations or undeveloped areas of the world. It happens in our own backyard right here in the United States. And I'm taking a quote that you had shared with me that on a yearly basis, 300,000 children are sold by human traffickers worldwide. So this is, I mean, it's become almost uh, an epidemic and yet it costs just $1,800 to rescue a child. So one of your goals in, in, in writing this book was to really share with uh, readers. And, you know, one of the things, uh, share a little bit more about your characters because you talk about um, Alexandra and Sex Happens and what happens that, hap- you know, that segues into Gracie's Gone. Just share just a little bit about that. Well, at the end of Sex Happens, beautiful Gracie, the flower girl at a friend's wedding, mm-hmm. become, in, in the next novel, she becomes Alex's stepdaughter because Alex meets the love of her life, parallel. Hello. <laughs> meets the love of her <laughs> Right, <laughs> at, at a wedding. Actually, she sees him, they had met at, 
with Flying Samaritans, which, by the way, I did. He did mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. off with the Flying Samaritans to Mexico, so that's real in the first book. So they connect, and Alex has Alex goes through the angst of her new blended family. I mean, there's angst and there's there's joy, but there's also you know how do you blend these children? What happens when the new father sits at the head of the table? I mean, that these even these little things. Mm-hmm. You know, and the little boy says, oh, my gosh, now my father's never going to come back. You know, there, there are all these. It takes you into the home of, of a blended family. And you see what, what, what it goes, mm-hmm. what you have to go through to blend a family. Well, it's you know, Carol, it, it's not. And, uh, you know, uh, from a personal standpoint, um, when I got married, my husband had a grandson that he doted on, the only grandson from the only daughter of his uh, marriage. His wife had died. And so when we got together, I had a 10-year-old daughter, and he had a 10-year-old grandson. And uh, just in a small, narrow view, it was interesting because the grandson was very much into his grandfather and my daughter was very much into me. So there was competition always and fights sometimes between the two of them for our affections. So you have worked with blended a blended family. So tell me, what are some of the tips that, that you've learned? Because you've done it very well. And just for a moment, we segue well, we, into our blended. Our children were older. Our children were way older. But there still, there still could be, could be. Mm-hmm. Issues. We very, very luckily have not had any issues because our children are all adults, and by the time we we met, our children mm-hmm. were even adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, his son his son told me that he wishes that um, that his father could make him as happy as he knows he has made his wife. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's that's laudable. That is laudable. Well. I mean, you know, but you were able to write about this, uh, probably your own experiences, into the blended families in the book Gracie's Gone. Am I right? Well, the little girl Gracie, her mother died two years before the book, two years before the story starts. So Mm -hmm. she's even more dependent on her father. Maybe her father isn't her father. Oh, my goodness. Spoiler alert! And she's even more dependent on her father than than you would expect any relationship, you know, to be. So there's that, and and she's also going through the angst of of the, her mother's death, and so this plays into the story significantly. You know, this is interesting too. What do you want the the readers to really uh, get from this book? Uh, Gracie's gone. What do you really want them to really take heed to? Some, someone told me this, that it's, it's more important, Esther Hatfield Miller, that you should teach from the scar, not the, not the wound. So I want oh, what I okay. try to do. Isn't that amazing? Teach from the scar. Yeah, teach from the scar. And I get it, rather than from the wound. Wow. Wow, because you so know what? I didn't want you... Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I didn't want the reader to be dwelling on, you know, is this child, what happens to this child? I wanted you to see the angst of the family and when their, their girl is gone and also to, to see what, you know, what can happen to, to a family really when there's tragedy, how all the old stuff comes to surface. And and you just see everything, but I didn't want to dwell on the gory details. No, that, right. That's not right. That's right. not where I wanted the reader to right. go. So right. I want the reader to learn to to value. What did I say? You'll never look at your child the same again after reading this book. Guaranteed. Value what you have, but you know, Carol, uh, it brings up another uh, another point too that. Many people, um, they, they teach from the wound, not the scar. And we know, and I think you do, and I've experienced this because I had a daughter that died. I mean, which is not the same as uh, ad, uh, ad, uh, adoption, uh, so to speak. But the fact that oftentimes families begin to disintegrate. There are divorces that come out of tragedies that happen in families, the death of a child, or even I'm thinking if a child is is kidnapped, because what happens is the families, the members of the family start to blame each other. Well, if you had... Oh, watched- there, there are two scenes. <laughs> there are two scenes where the father goes crazy, and, and one of the lines he says is, I blame everybody. And he's just accusing his wife for being negligent, for leaving, you know, the child at the mall with the au pair, at the the brother-in-law. I mean, it's just, yeah, you lash out. Well, I can relate to that because it happened to me in real life. When my daughter was diagnosed as a diabetic at age nine, her father said, well, it was not my fault. It's probably in your family. It's not in my family because we found out that diabetes runs in the families, in particular when juvenile juvenile diabetic is diagnosed. And so we went through the blame game and it was all my fault. So uh, that's what led me to know that, and I've talked to many uh, women and many families that have lost children or think tragedies have happened. And boy, it tears the family apart. So this book, though, uh, you've stated it taps into the fear of every mother who drops her child off at school. Well, do you want women to start fearing or you want them to start doing what they can to prevent? Well, that's, I, I just, since it's Super Bowl, I've just got to tell you this. Did you know <laughs> that the Super Bowl is the uh-huh. single largest human, traffic, human trafficking incident in the United States? that the Super Bowl is when the girls are taken and trafficked. So, do I want mothers to fear? No, I want, I want, it's more of an appreciation of, I have my child safe at home. It's more of, you know, what, yes, there are some, some things that you can do as a parent, like these tracker devices, which I, matter of fact, it's Easter Sunday where mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. little girl's tracking device is there unopened because she was taken the day before. Oh, and that wow. was her gift on Easter Sunday. I have that in the book. 
But Carol, how do you think is, of these things? <laughs> how do you think these little <laughs> twisted turns? You know, you know, I know you to be this, you know, expansive, warm, positive, upbeat person. I mean, how do you think all these little twisted turns? Girl, there's a, there's a side of you that can think of some dark stuff, huh? <laughs> oh, I tell my husband, be careful. Just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is really, it, I mean, because here you are, you, you're, look, I, people, the listeners out there, this woman is like a superhuman being because here she is every day. I mean, she's got it 530. Oh, can't talk to you. I got to go play tennis. You know, so she's, you know, <laughs> working to keep her husband happy. She cooks. I can tell you that. Cooks meals for Wayne. Wayne, we love you. We just want to give you another shout out. But that oh, all my the, goodness. His head is yeah, go. he gets two because, you know, you know, I'm trying to make up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, the fact that you're able to, um, you know, combine the romance, keep that going, keep your relationship going, work with the grandchildren, the blended families, because I know you guys had a recent trip in August, I think you guys were away, had a wonderful trip in Hawaii, am I right? See, I got a good memory. You wow. are right, with the <laughs> one of his children, yeah. one of mine, and, so, and, and yet, all the grandkids. Yeah, all the grandchildren. I saw pictures. Well, and that, five yeah. of them, actually. But, you know, you have done such an incredible job of illustrating to women out there and men that you can do anything that you want to do. You, you can live a life as Carol. I mean, you're such an inspiration to, to me and to many women. You're fantastic, Carol. And I don't mean that in a, a, a sense of, you know, trying to give you all these accolades. But the fact that we are looking at a woman who is seasoned somewhat <laughs> with pepper. <laughs> Takes one to no one. She's seasoned. And she has the admiration of the women that she works with in her uh, women's organization that she's the president of. And I know that we all admire you, Carol. Uh, you're lovable and what you do. But the fact that you're such a dynamic storyteller uh, and how you're able to integrate all of this into two books. Now, i got to ask this question because is there another book coming, Carol? <laughs> is there another one coming? I believe there is. <laughs> Knowing you, I believe there is one. So what's, what do you think is coming up? Um, the, the main character decides to become a Mrs. America. Alex? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Can I go with you to do research on that one? <laughs> I, I've already started. Oh, that and is And of course weird. you can. <laughs> I think, oh, I think, well, I think that's going to be very interesting. Uh, Mrs. America contest is coming up, I think, this year. I'm not sure what month, but it's coming up. Good that you're doing your research on that. Well, I am so excited, uh, Carol. One of the things that I forgot to note about you uh, was your experience uh, last year of being the recipient of the International Association of Women's Women Woman of Achievement Award. And I want to commend you for that. And I just want to give a shout out for that because truly you are deserving of that. So... And also, uh, we're going to take a break, but not too long. We're going to ask, I want to ask you some more questions about how can, um, oh, I know what, you are planning an RV trip around 
the country to in an RV, 6,500 miles across the United States to raise funds for Gracie's Gone. So I want to talk just a little bit about your plans, uh, keep kicking off your national tour, which is going to be starting on February 26th. Folks, she's going to be in Arizona. So we're going to talk about that. I want you to share a little bit uh, about that and where you guys are going and uh, how you plan to articulate some of the issues that uh, occur in some of our poverty-stricken areas as it re- relates to human trafficking, Carol. So you want to get geared up so you can talk about that. Okay? I'm counting on you. I'll, I'll do my research. <laughs> oh, I know. I know you will do your research. But, you know, right uh, <laughs> huh? well, you know, one of the things that people have said about your, your novel, Sex Happened, happens is that it was breathtaking um and what we're also looking for and i'm sharing out here publicly is that maybe that might become a movie i think it's deserving of becoming a movie so for those of you out there who are interested sex happens could be a best-selling movie and not on netflix but on a major uh, major television uh network or television screen so anyway i'm going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with my guest, Carol, Dr. Carol Soloway, who's going to talk about oh, this national tour that she's kicking off on our RV. Can you believe that? Okay. Well, believe it. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back today with my interview with Dr. Carol Soloway, a chiropractor, medical examiner, and author of an Amazon best-selling novel, Sex Happens, as well as the just-released book, Gracie's Gone. So today she shared her storybook romance with a man who's nothing like the characters in her book, <laughs> Sex Happens, and she's been sharing her views also on blended families and more or less how they can create a definition of love, which she does in her own blended family. So... Carol, back to the national tour that you're going to be doing on February 22nd. You're going to be in Arizona, um, and then you're heading to other countries. Well, tell me a little bit about what do you expect in that tour, and what's going on with uh, Gracie's Gone in that one, that tour. 
I'm going across the country to promote not only Gracie's Gone, but also the awareness of the prevalence of sex mm-hmm. trafficking, not only in porn. Do you know that there was a huge, huge ring in Huntington Beach that it took them, it took them months, three months of solid work to, to bust this ring. So wow. that was a ring of, of Women from China, though it's girls from China, rather it's amazing. Oh my goodness! I mean, goodness, right goodness. in our backyard. So what I what I did with this book is mm-hmm. I want you to see not here not only the statistics, which don't really grip us, but to go with a family on a family's journey when their six year old daughter is is mm-hmm. abducted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. kidnapped, to go through the angst to see and and hopefully to get motivated to, you know, every parent's job is to protect their child and when they can't or when they fail, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. angst and the, the emotion is just beyond belief. Right. And I, that's what I really wanted people to see and feel. And as I said before, you will never... Never look at your child again the same way after reading this book. I guarantee it. I believe that. I can't wait to read it. I I, I saw just the prototype of the book um, when we did a television show together. And so on the cover is absolutely just, it's heartbreaking just to see it. But Carol, there are some people you said you wanted to, you want to thank who've helped you with that book? Yeah, Barbara. No. I want to my amazingly supportive but brutally honest beta readers. And it said, your critiques gave me encouragement and guidance I needed to polish my novel. I couldn't have done this without having people read parts of it and give me their feedback. Mm-hmm. And, and the feedback, some of the feedback was so hurt. But you know what? It led me to polish and perfect. Well, you know, Carol, for every one of us, we need a village, and we need a village of people to help us, who love us, who support us, but who give us uh, criticism, but positive criticism, criticism. and there are people that we trust and we love, and you're one of those who actually, and I'll just put this publicly out, you uh, edited my book, uh, Dancing on Broken Legs, and you were very brutal. Really honest with it, but I appreciate it because I know you did it. No, because I know you did it with love. But look at how fantastic uh, it is now. (laughs) Well, well, we'll we'll talk about that on another show. But this this one is all about you, my dear Dr. Carol Soloway, because you've had such an interesting life. Um, but what are you, you know, on this this tour? Uh, I'm just really interested because you know, guess what? I don't know if the listeners know this, but you guys uh, purchased an RV, and I mean, it's it's not your typical RV. It's rather luxurious. <laughs> And so you're going to travel the United States of more than 6,500 miles to raise funds. So you're heading to Arizona first. And then where are you going from there? What states are you going to be in? I want my listeners to know. Then I'm speaking speaking Mm -hmm. at AT&T in San Antonio, and we're going straight across. A lot of speaking in Florida and then Mm -hmm. uh, all the way up the coast. Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., and I'm speaking to women's groups, e-women, mm-hmm. um, several e-women groups, as well as IAW, International Association of Women. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hoping 
is that we'll get a lot of buzz for Gracie's Gone. People will fall in love with the novel. And then with the buzz, when we come back, maybe we can push for a movie. That would that's be great. My goal. I, I think it would be great. I and, mean, and that's a noble goal to have. Um, now, one of the things, too, that I, I want to give you kudos for, because I know that you are donating 25% of each book sold to Child Rescue. And this is the organization that you actually sort of uh, learned from your son, I guess. And this organization helps to recover, rescue, and rehabilitate trafficked children. So I think that's laudable of you that you're giving those funds back. You're such a generous lady. You know, most people want to keep all those funds themselves and not even donate to any charity. But here you are uh, giving of yourself and and your husband is going with you on that ambitious RV trip. Can I go along too? I don't know if I, it, RV will fit three of us. But <laughs> no, it, don't, I don't it only so. sleeps, I don't it only so. sleeps eight. But <laughs> but I'm sure yes, it'll be. My husband is the driver. Oh well, you know this is interesting. So, do you guys have anything on the side of the RV like uh, promote or anything about you know like you see these. Um, uh, singers and artists go across country and they have their names written on their buses or something like that. Are you guys going to have something on there? Gracie's gone. No? Well, we we went in to order the sign, but then we found out that the RV is fiberglass and it won't stick. <laughs> no, my oh. husband is too private to do that. I wanted it. I wanted to blast the RV with Gracie's gone. No, he won't do that. Okay. All right. So, Carol, what's next for you? Do you think that you're going to be able to fit in in your schedule? Um, I'm All I'm thinking about is promoting Gracie's Gone because it's really an important book for, for parents for, um, and, and really for all of us to, to know what, what is going on in our world and to feel it. To feel okay. it. That's what I really wanted. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to something, and I know that a part of that book, when we go back to the the first book, not necessarily the sequel, but when you developed all those characters, a lot of you went into that book um, and formulating it, and many people have asked you, was that book based on your personal life, where there are many things that you took that affected you personally and that you put into that book? And my second question was, if so, was it cathartic and healing for you? It was, re- it was, I, I finally, finally was able, talk about, you know, teaching from the, from the scar, not the wound. I was finally able to talk about the fact that I didn't have custody of my children. Finally able to, mm-hmm. to and, and you can't imagine how many women have come up to me and told, I was, I was at one book club, and by the way, if anybody has a book club, they can just call me and I will Skype in or speak to the, at their book club if they want okay. to read Gracie's Gone. Okay. But one, one book club that was together for 25 years, they didn't know that one of the women didn't have custody of her children, child. Children. She read it at the meeting for the first time. And that kind of revelation, that kind of um, 
conversation is what I'm uh-huh. hoping to to come out of Gracie's Gone book okay. club. Uh-huh. And, <clears throat> I mean, that's what I'm hoping. I broke down and cried. I mean, truly, real tears uh, when you shared that story with a few of us personally of the pain of actually faking it and telling people I'm having Thanksgiving with my kids and you would make up what you had for dinner and a conversation with the kids. I mean, that was storytelling at its best at that time, but how you were able to make that so vivid in that book. So I want to thank you, Carol, you know, for being authentic and sharing that. And I know in that pain of being authentic and sharing it, you've helped so many women as you just related. So, you know, as we close the show today, and we sort of, I hate closing the show in a sense, but in the words of so many, so many renowned motivational speakers, and I've met many of them, well, not, not many, but some of them personally, they've all said, that you are a dynamic storyteller and you have a unique gift for influencing the hearts and minds of people across the globe, no matter who they are, no matter what gender or what, what uh, ethnicity they come from, that the principles that you're able to share, Carol, they're timeless and they're unforgettable. And I just can't thank you enough for being on the show today and being transparent and sharing about your books. Sex Happens, and I want the audiences to know, the listeners to know that you can get this book. Carol, how can they get in touch with you to get these books? I know they're in Barnes & Noble, Sex Happens, and Amazon, but for Gracie's Gone, is there a way they can get in touch with you for book clubs? What, Where would you like for them to get in touch with you? Sure. They can um, order, well, they can order Gracie's Gone, but it's not available till next week, so be okay. the first in your neighborhood. Okay, where <laughs> can they, they can, order it? They can, Quickly. Uh-huh. What? Where so can they, they order, can order it? it on Amazon. Okay, good. And and uh, they can also contact me at Soloway at gmail. And I right. love to Skype in for book clubs. Okay. All right. That's Dr. Carol Soloway. That's S-O-L-O-W-A-Y at Gmail. If you'd like to contact her, if you'd like to get in touch with her for a book club or anything that she can help you with as it relates. She might give you some tips on writing as well. So, again, Carol, I want to thank you again. Wish you much success as you continue to make a difference in this world. And I'm certain, listeners, you have benefited from Carol's interview today and I want to wish you listeners more of God's blessing stay strong be blessed and be forever transformed and I'll see you next week when I have another guest on the show so until then stay safe love you much goodbye appreciate you joining us for transformation for success please join your host dr barbara young again next tuesday at 3 p.m eastern time that's 12 noon pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel or join us for our replay every friday at 3 p.m eastern time and 12 noon pacific time on the voice america business channel have an outstanding week 